0: Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, uh, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over 18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba. The liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand. The rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantas curve. The enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo. The hot octopus digit. The ever so short messages on fab swingers. The sexy friends on Twitter. And the mighty vanilla alternative with my best girly by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. With our advice you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes And talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to run Just as well, because it's bed-hopping time. (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Bed-Hobbers podcast. My name's Mr H. I'm Mrs H. This is episode 142, where we talk about the penthouse playrooms. Thank you for joining us today. It's going to be an exciting one, right?
1: Uh yes, you sure? There definitely you did an air punch. so I'm assuming so.
0: Yes, there was definitely an air punch <laughs> involved, which is a sure sign of a good episode. Absolutely. If ever there was one, yeah, quality I think quality stuff to be so talked about, stuff to go through. Yeah. So we recently visited the penthouse playrooms, which is near
1: Dunstable. Yes,
0: near Luton, Luton, near that kind the of me
1: know in geography, right in the UK. Well, Yeah,
0: yeah, just to be sure. So, if you're in the US, you know,
1: but you know, my geography sucks. So, <laughs> the fact I knew those two place names is a miracle. Is it because
0: I had them written down in front of me and you saw what I had written I down? I cannot
1: see what you have written in front of you. Okay, probably, dear my... heart, I cannot. You know, I can't.
0: You probably can't read my writing, even if it no, was there. Not
1: only is it upside down, but it looks like a spider has made love to your page.
0: It has. I made love to my page afterwards <laughs> as well, just to I wrote seal the this deal. With my bum and my spider,
1: no, a spider bum, <laughs> <laughs> spider because bum because they website at their bums. Okay,
0: this is a curious, uh, divergent thing that we're doing here. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to cover sort of three broad sections in this episode, right? Yeah. The first one, we're going to talk a little bit about penthouse playrooms and what we thought of the club, what it was like, was it good, was it awful, was it amazing, etc, 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 right?
1: That's a lot of adjectives.
0: Yes, a lot of them. Cool. That's part one. Part two, we're going to talk about an issue that we had when we went to Penthouse Playrooms. Oh my
1: goodness! And how we
0: dealt with it, what happened. Uh, we'll throw some mud at each other. We'll call how many each other some names. <laughs> at least, one. <laughs> at least uh, one. At least one. At least yeah. one. Yes. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, and then we're going to round things up with a story about some sexy times that may be funny or not. I don't know. It depends on your point of view. They were funny. There was a funny moment to it.
1: Did I do something funny? Did you do something funny?
0: There is something funny that happens.
1: Oh my god! Oh wait.
0: Okay. As don't describe I'm not what it is. Going to that's for the, it. that's for the end part. And then, right <laughs> at the very, very end, we have some exciting news to share with you, which you may or may not already be aware of. If you are, great. That's fantastic yeah. for you. You've, you've kept ahead of our social media and other things. But if you haven't, past then. You. I
1: don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, exactly.
0: Then we'll, we'll stick around to the end and we'll talk about some exciting stuff that we want to share with you, gentle listeners. Yes, yes. So, Penthouse Playroom. So, we visited it. Quite recently, with the delightful secret stag and secret vixen.
1: Yeah, because it's fun to travel in packs when you go to a club. It is
0: fun to travel in packs. It's
1: way more fun. Plus,
0: they you know they pretty much live with us now, so you know it was convenient yeah, to go. Yeah, now. We, we share everything. <laughs> <laughs> so we went there. Oh,
1: we can get one of those toilets that are like with yin and yang kidney beans.
0: I'm not sure that I want.
1: And then you could have a chat on one side while your buddy is on the other.
0: I don't think. Do you that, think they're real? Yeah, they probably are real the toilets uh, but those toilets are probably not for us
1: they were all over twitter the other day and there was this mad conversation going on about it
0: really i, uh, I, I don't you to do see
1: all of it, the combos about it going oh yeah we could get this for me and my buddy when we talk shit when we go out on a night uh,
0: and i was no. like can
1: i just imagine you and secret stag like having this mad conversation about transformers on well, your yin the toilet <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I oh, don't think, I, whilst we might be many things together, I don't think we're ready to take the full leap to become poop buddies. We haven't
1: synchronized no, your bowel ambitions. movements. No,
0: no, that does not, <laughs> not happen. Anyway, let's talk about Penthouse Playroom. So yes. I've got some facts about it. Have you? Yeah, yeah, I wrote some do shit I down. Them? You, well, you were there, so you probably Excellent. do. So I'm just going to run through the right, thing. Cool. So obviously, we've said it's in Dunstable, which is near Luton. So it's conveniently close to an airport if you're traveling down that part of the country. Yeah. Not sure what else is in Luton, though, I'll be honest, or Dunstable. It didn't Ooh. seem like a great deal was yeah, there. Yeah, not much. Now, this club has uh, opened only in July 21.
1: Okay. So That's it's relatively new. Yeah.
0: new. Relatively new. It's got a ton of seating. So, seating up to 60 plus people. Yeah. Or, or should I say more than 60
1: people? Yeah, I would say there's it more.
0: It's got a fully licensed bar. Yes. I mean, these are just facts that I've stolen off the right. interwebs and their page. So, yes. you know, but yeah, the they bar. Are
1: true facts. We'll come back to that. Actually,
0: let's talk about the bar a bit first. I like the bar. Bar was great. Had really fun cocktails with ridiculous names like oh, the Pussy Liquor that I had a to add
1: on. Yeah,
0: and so you had to go to the bar and the ask orgasm, for
1: orgasm, someone like that.
0: All this sort of stuff. So, yeah. some wonderfully named things that you know you're only going to feel mildly embarrassed about because you're already in a sex club, right? Now,
1: what were the prices like? Ah, uh, quite reasonable. I didn't really go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so they do a
0: happy hour. So I think when we first got there, oh, we were yes, still did, in yeah. happy hour. And as we progressed, we were no longer in that happy hour. But,
1: oh, spoilers. I know,
0: right? But I think it was actually very reasonable for what it was. Yeah. So, okay. quite sensible pricing. I wouldn't say it's super cheap, but, but it was reasonable, comparable yeah, yeah, yeah. to going to like a, a normal pub or something yeah. like that. The seating was really cool, actually. There were lots and lots of uh, seating areas. So, quite a big open. Plan bit of seating as you come into the club. A
1: few settees, a few sofas,
0: uh, a couple of little, sort of almost little room areas, and one that you named the dollhouse, I think. I called
1: it the Wendy House. The Wendy House,
0: which was kind of like space for, I guess, eight or so people.
1: It was so cute. It it was was almost like a little garden shed (laughs) in the middle of this bar. Yeah. But I say that because it had like little windows in there as well. It was really cute. So it was really cute and it was all sort of like padded seating inside and it was a nice little cosy nook where you know, a bunch of you could sort of go and hide away, but you could still observe what was going on outside the bar area, which is why me and Secret Vixen really enjoyed it because we could peer out the windows.
0: (laughs) Well, it's great for people watching, but I also like the fact that it lowered the music as a result so you could actually have a conversation while you're in there, which is great. And there was a sort of room at the back of uh, of the little open area as you come in. And that was also really good for having a better conversation, really, because the rest of it is quite a loud sort of disco kind of thing going on. There's a dance floor there as well.
1: Yeah, there was like a really nicely lit area off to the left of that little Wendy house, which is all sort of red lighting and settees, were not there? It yeah. was in the bar area as well.
0: I think as, as a general cool. amount of seating and the opportunity to have conversations, it was really, really good. Quite
1: bling as well. Yeah, it,
0: it's decorated fantastically. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk a little bit this, about this as we go through It, it has a cinema room.
1: Oh yes, a which really is really cool. cool. So weird one, with, yeah, like quite steep seating, but so you could see properly. Yeah, it
0: looked really cool. I really liked the the look of it. Uh, the sound was coming from the screen, I think, so that that helped me quite substantially because I'm a bit of an audio visual nerd like that. But we didn't spend much time in there, but we did poke our heads in and have a have a bit mm. of a nose. Oh, we, we got, got a
1: tour over uh, there, yes. didn't we? One and thing
0: we did get yeah, was a tour.
1: Really, really good tour, and which it was, was great. Quite long because it was a big place. Yeah, like really huge. And there's like quite a lot of mazes going on. Which I think
0: if you didn't have a tour, you could quite easily get lost in there. Oh my in fact, goodness. I got yeah. lost in there at least a couple of times. Yeah. It's quite a sort of windy sort yeah. of U shape to it, Labyrinthine. with different rooms and stuff. So, cinema room, it's also got two hot tubs.
1: Mm. So, they again, really new.
0: They look really new. Yeah. I mean, the whole place looked relatively new and well-decorated, but we didn't spend any time in the hot tubs. I think you have to bring your own towels. We hadn't brought towels, so...
1: Controversial.
0: Controversial, but there's a showering area and all that sort of stuff. So
1: there's lockers and stuff. Lockers and
0: stuff like that. I think you have to pay a deposit for those. But overall, I was really impressed by those sort of wet facilities. I thought that looked really good. Now, what they do have, which I really liked, is it has seven lockable playrooms of different sizes, right? But it's also got... 13 playrooms or so, communal yeah. playrooms, all this sort of stuff in there. So mm-hmm. there's a whole mix of if you want some privacy to play, if you want to play in front of other people, mm. that's all there, which is great. And it also had a couple of dungeon areas as well.
1: Yes, it did. Did it have a swing? It did have a swing, didn't it?
0: I think there was a swing. It definitely
1: was a swing. I remember walking past it.
0: I remember there being like a spanking bench across. Mm. I think there was a cage. There's definitely a throne. So all sorts of stuff was in there. Ah, uh,
1: the throne and the cage. That was great. Yeah.
0: yeah. They described one of the rooms as a golden cave, which is oh, sort of like this yes, blitzy great. kind of thing, which is we really cool. We didn't
1: spend any time in it, but we walked through it a couple of times and it was literally adorned with gold furnishings. Yeah.
0: It was really cool. <laughs> there was also an upstairs area which had a sort of balcony that looked over the dance dance floor. So you could play up there if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, And if you crawled over the sort of bed thing, you could get to this little balkan area that looked out.
1: And a lot of the um, the little sort of sitting downy areas did have some kind of uh, little bits of seating further back, which you could kind of retreat to if you fancied getting a bit frisky. Yeah. It's um, really nicely well done.
0: It was really cool. Uh, Also, things of note, free parking. Yes. Which is good. There's plenty of space around the back and around the side. Mm It took us a moment or two to find it because we literally jumped in a hotel, we stayed nearby, mm. got an Uber over, and they dropped us off and they sort of it's kind of on the front part of an industrial state along the main road. Mm. But if you don't know that, you could end up in the industrial state wandering around. So yeah. fortunately there was some signage that pointed us around. So yeah. there we were in the dark kind of looking for the right spot. Yeah. But once you once you're on the front, it's quite easy to find.
1: Surprisingly big area though, considering where you are placed on the road and you think, no way is there going to be a big club situated somewhere around here. But there was huge.
0: It really was. It was a really big space. There was, uh, to be fair, the music was all right. It was mm. kind of uh, Ibiza night, I think, on the night that we went. <laughs> was, which I was yeah. kind of dreading because it's really not my sort of music. But actually it was fine. Uh, it wasn't super loud and super obnoxious. But there was this really cool dance area with all these mm. lights and a couple pole. of poles. Pole. It was all really good.
1: What's the capacity in the place?
0: I think it goes up to a few hundred, I think.
1: I heard 300. Um, I don't know if I've fact-checked that. I just have a it. Well, you haven't fact-checked no, that. No, I just have it in my head from somewhere. I think I read it.
0: Stuck your finger in the air and went 300.
1: That's yeah. about right. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> That's how I is
0: Penthouse. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cool place. So I, My thoughts on it were... I really loved all the different rooms. It felt really yeah. fun. And it gave me the impression of a, um, almost like a theme park queuing piece. You know, mm. when you, if you go to like Disney or even Alton Towers or wherever, they have all the sort of uh, fake rock around and it feels uh, themed. And it was very much that kind of, it had that sort of similar sort of vibe. And it was all quite cool, quite different colours. And it felt, mm. felt like a really nice experience. Playrooms themselves were really clean.
1: Yeah, I like stuff them. stuff were on it. Lighting. The
0: barmaids, and the, I think one of the, I think the person that owns it or runs it was running the bar as well at one point, and everyone was super helpful. Yeah, super lovely to talk to. Uh, I think someone was celebrating their birthday and brought round cake at one point.
1: Oh my goodness, I remember. I remember being annoyed I couldn't have any. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was a really good vibe in that place. Now, what I will say is, on the night that we went, it was relatively quiet. Yeah,
1: it was.
0: Now I'm, I'm guessing. There were probably 30 to 50 people in all night. I could be wrong.
1: It didn't feel like any more than that. There was never any um, trouble finding the space to sit. The bar was never particularly busy, so it didn't feel like a a busy night at all.
0: What I will say is, though, I think we went sandwiched in between an event the previous week, which was apparently quite rammed. And they're coming up to Halloween. And of course, Halloween is a bit like Swing of Christmas. So everyone <laughs> sort of saves their visit for that. So we were just in this sort of space in between. And I guess it wasn't the most popular of nights.
1: Yeah, I guess they must be really busy on their event nights. It looks like it'll be a popular place. I so. think so.
0: What was really nice, they also had single guys in on the night. Oh, yeah. And they were all very well behaved. No one was didn't causing think issues. I not too
1: many. I think I maybe spotted like three wandering around and none of them were particularly problematic they kept their distance and didn't really bother you?
0: No, everyone was friendly. I, I got the sense that some of the people that were in there were, were regulars yeah. already, and everyone was just nice and chilled. I, I really liked the vibe of it. Mm. I thought the cinema room was quite cool. It would been yeah. nice to kind of go back there. And we That's spent some time chatting around with people. We were in the, the little Wendy house, as you called it. <laughs> we were in the sort of communal sofa area. Mm. Uh, there was also a smoking area that was heated, but it was actually quite pleasant. Not that we smoke, but we spent some time sat out there. Wasn't
1: there a cat out there?
0: I believe there were a couple yeah. of cats out there. <laughs> uh, you know, clearly important information if you're going to Look, a sex This club. is
1: important information. If I was listening to your review of a club, I would want to know if there's cats there.
0: If there were cats there. Yeah,
1: and there were. Good there news. There were
0: definitely some cats there. So Good that's, news, everyone. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the club? What was your impression?
1: I was really surprised how big it was, but. About a pound. Oh, my. <laughs> But because it was so big it it could um it could be like lost I suppose but it wasn't because they were all smaller rooms contained within a really really big area yeah so it never felt overwhelmingly sort of a, a bad use of space or anything it was just really creative I thought there was lots and lots of little nooks and areas where you could go and take yourself away if you didn't want to be in the, like the the thrust of the main bar area so there was tons of areas to just go off and have a little look thought the facilities were great so the bathrooms were clean nice some mirrors really important things actually when you're going to a club it's nice to have somewhere to go and you know just like check your makeup or it's just nice to have an area that is clean so i thought it was a really really nice well-maintained club
0: cool one of the things they do, do is you can become a member, but you can buy tickets if you're not a member. Yeah. So we bought tickets not as members, mm-hmm. which were slightly more expensive, but we felt that we didn't want to sign up and become part of the club. One, because it's so far away, but well, also it's because we didn't...
1: not near for us, is it? <laughs> well, we didn't
0: know what it was going to be like. So I, I really like the fact that they offer those options on mm. certain nights and that was really cool to be able to go in and explore it without the sort of need to sign up for a year and, you know, because at some clubs you do hand over quite a bit of cash to mm. become a member and then... You don't ever go back, so it's uh, this sort of approach was really cool for me. Yeah,
1: I remember walking around that little tour at the beginning and and being really quite impressed at the the decor and sort of feeling you know that vibe. that I I really hate when you're walking through someone you just think oh I feel seedy. I appreciate it. it's a venue of you know you're going there to do something potentially, but you don't want to feel like you're just in a, a sex club and a bit salacious. This didn't feel like that. It was really fun. Or a fun way of making you feel like you were in for a fun night.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with you. I think the the overall sense I came away with was that it was a a fun venue. And I think it it's not as sexy as I don't know, Le Boudoir somewhere. No. But it's not as it's not as formal as as VA. So it sort of sits in between for me as this kind Mm. of fun, fun sort of place that's it did. It had that sort of theme park, fun park kind of vibe to it. Not that it's covered in Props or anything like that. It was just a great, great, well-lit, in fact, amazingly lit disco area as you came Mm. in. A really fun little bar. Lots of little nooks and crannies where you can sort of chill out to. But also as you're exploring the whole place, it just felt like it was all, someone had really given some good consideration to the way it comes together.
1: I agree. Some of the
0: rooms inside were were quite playful. Others were quite sort of plain. But that didn't matter because the vibe of the whole place sort of spills over into the whole thing for me. Nice. So I really liked it. I'd highly recommend going if you get the chance, and we'll talk a little bit about that at the end of the show. But I, honestly, if you if you get the chance, go there, try it out for yourself. If you live in the area, it, I can't see how it wouldn't become your go to club. I, mm. I, you know, if, especially if not that. there's and, and apologies to people of Luton and Dunstable. I'm not sure what else there is to do there. But uh, you know, if you're in the area, I would definitely, definitely pop over and and, and check it out.
1: Yeah. So Definitely.
0: while we were there, so as we said, we went there with uh, Secret Stag and Secret Vixen. So we're going to talk a little bit about a little bit of a hiccup that Mrs H and I had while we were there. <laughs> and I think she's dreading this one a little bit.
1: Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Why? No, we, we still get things wrong. We're not, we're not impervious to mistakes. No, and, right. you know, more often than not, things involve alcohol and things like that. Uh, but sometimes we just get it wrong. Like purely and simply, we just don't read a situation very well. And I'm only nervous because I know that you were really upset. So of course, I'm going to not, I don't like reliving that in some ways. But also, yes, I remember a night being, having some opinions as well, because otherwise we would never have locked horns and had an argument if we didn't have different opinions. So it's fine.
0: (laughs) It's fine.
1: Throw me what you've got. <laughs> it's, not, it's
0: not throwing you, so I
1: think. No, we're not going to have a mudslinging match because that's not what we're going to do.
0: And and I win, so balanced, you know, I clearly have some moral high ground. Conversation.
1: <laughs> and I already did offer you a Mrs H standard apology. You did. You you offered. I'm sorry you feel I was wrong.
0: Yeah, that that was pretty much the summary. So let, let let's get into it. So as as we were sort of sat there. Uh, in the little Wendy house, as you put it. One of the mm. things that Secret Vixen and yourself dared Secret Stag and I to do. We did
1: dare It was you. much of a dare. We it was like We challenged you. you to go out
0: and talk to people.
1: Yes. You're not going
0: to go out and talk to people. Well, we
1: guarded the Wendy house because we wanted the real estate. Because
0: you wanted the nice, comfy Wendy house. We yeah. know. So Secret Stag and I, you know, it's fair, you're fairly good at doing this sort of thing. So we wandered out and immediately started talking to a group of four people. Okay. And... Two couples it transpires, yep. and one couple had never been to this club or hadn't really done very much before, and another couple had been to this club a number of times. Right now, carried on talking to them, and after about a few minutes, it became really quite apparent that one couple was kind of taking the approach of quite safely and and kind of doing it to enhance their relationship and mm-hmm. all this sort of stuff. The other couple, it felt very much like it was uh, the lady was looking to play with another lady.
1: Okay.
0: and maybe involve her chap with that, but, but mostly just to put on a show for him. That was the sense that I got, and he certainly didn't seem as enthusiastic about this experience as, okay. as I would have thought someone in a club would have been, perhaps. Okay. You know, we all have different approaches, but yeah. certainly there was a, a discrepancy between the two. So my, my Peter Tingle, if you want to call it that, your spidey, my spidey sense was, was a little bit raised already.
1: I didn't witness any of this. No, you... Because we no, were still sat there. Because we Wendy were still house. sat
0: there. But this was just more the, just the conversation. Right. And gauging how I felt about those yeah. those people. Now, they were both attractive. I mean, she was very attractive, to be fair.
1: Yes. Which one?
0: Well, the, the I mean, they were all attractive people there. But in particular, the, the lady of this couple that I'm referring to. Right. is quite attractive. Right. Now... You came over with Secret Vixen. I did. After some time going, where the hell have you guys been? Yeah,
1: it was like 25 minutes. We were like, where have we gone? And t- then we looked at the Wendy house. You're we like, oh, we're just there. Yeah, we hadn't gone <laughs> we more go than very far.
0: like three, like three metres <laughs> tops. We thought you'd
1: gone around the club. No. We we thought you were going to go on a little exploration around the whole venue to have a look what was going on and to see what was happening and that you were going to come back and report. Yeah. But no, you just literally wandered like 10 yards across the way and went and sat over there. <laughs> Yeah. but we didn't know this, and then we wandered over and found you. So you
0: came over and joined joined yes, the table. We did, and we started having some interesting conversations. Now, before we get to the uh, sort of the more difficult piece of it, one thing that I really, really did enjoy was actually that the rest of the table were very, very complimentary about the relationship that we had with Secret Stag and Secret Vixen. Right, and that was really it. Was really heartwarming. It was clear that we're all on the same page. It was all cool, mm-hmm. and they really enjoyed seeing us all interact because we can interact with.
1: I remember that you very know, well. any I remember feeling, combination. Yeah, I remember feeling really, um, really happy that that was, you know, an observation that people went away with and yeah. it is apparent that we do all get on really well.
0: Yeah. And that was really nice. However, as we continued <laughs> chatting away in particular, and, and after a while, one of the couples sort of wandered off, but the couple with, with this particular girl stayed and she was really sort of poking the bear, I think with me in terms of why I don't. Really, let you out to go and but, <laughs> let me yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why well, I, I I'm not keen on the fact that you can you should be able to go off and just fuck as many women oh, see, as you right. wanted to. Okay, and you were part of that conversation
1: in parts. I, there were bits and pieces. I was I was privy to other bits. I couldn't quite catch what you were saying because I was I was sat across the way from you, so I couldn't always hear everything. But yes, bits and pieces
0: I picked and up. I think it's safe to to assume that throughout the course of this evening, we'd all been drinking quite a substantial amount. Oh Is that yeah. Fair? There's a bit Did of a we background. Not we weren't
1: note. like hammered, but we had been drinking quite a bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm quite sure that you were hammered. No. Well, let me publish on Twitter the picture of you the next no, day.
1: No. 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 <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> Don't be a wanker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this this woman was continuing to sort of poke the bear a bit, really, and, and uh-huh. sort of. Um, All the while, sort of say, Why why don't I just let you do whatever you want? And, like, it's a case of letting you do
1: it. Yeah. And and, and she was
0: going on about how how she liked you and turned to me and went, Well, your wife is fucking me with her eyes. (laughs) So I thought at this point that Mrs. H was on the same page as Uh. me because we've been having conversations about how dangerous some of the sort of opinions that this woman was putting forth were. And we could see. You could see quite visibly how uncomfortable her other half was. So I Mm. kind of expected (gasps) Mrs. H to back me up a little bit. When
1: you say we'd been having these conversations, who's we?
0: Well, everyone that was sat at the table were were having those conversations. It was a table of conversation. okay. So a table with six of us sat around now Uh that had been going on for a good half an hour or so Mm. where I could tell that there were some problematic things with the way that this, this lady was approaching. Okay. And I was trying to steer it to a sensible place. Right. Right. However, she turned around and said, well, your wife is eye-fucking me with her eyes. <laughs> I'm not sure what else you fuck her with, but probably plenty <laughs> of things. And so I turned to Mister. and she said, well, is this true? And you went, yeah. <laughs> and then gave this speech about how you wanted to fuck this woman.
1: I did. Pretty say, much. Oh, what the fuck this woman. Pretty much. I, I did agree with the assessment that I was probably looking interested in that because I won't lie, I was. <laughs> I can't lie about that, and uh, I, I won't even try and pretend.
0: Well, I know you won't try. So anyway, this this kind of happened a couple of times where I'd kind of thought you were on the same page uh-huh. with, with the dangerous situation. Of, I
1: didn't really see it. I know situation. you didn't. <laughs>
0: I, and I use the term dangerous probably a bit excessively, and it's Ooh. sort of a, what would have been a difficult situation for, for everyone involved because she didn't want to play with well with me or she, she just and she didn't she just wanted to play, with a, wanted to play yes. with a woman and that's not our style or approach no, no, it's and not. that's not that. what we discussed and at some point I tried to ask you to back me up on this and you basically sort of told me to piss off Ugh. essentially. I'm being kind here with some of the phrasing because I'm not recalling the exact stuff that you said, but effectively... Because I
1: don't think I always remember them. <laughs> well,
0: I, there was a lot, of, uh, a, a lot of conversation around, yes, you did want to fuck her, and why should that matter to me? Was pretty much the sum of okay. of what we talked about. Okay. At that point, I decided that I was really unhappy about this situation because I felt that you weren't reading the room. Right. <laughs> you weren't like trying to have a conversation with me or discussing it, you were just... You were just trying to fuck that woman, basically. Um,
1: Okay, so a couple of things there. (laughs) Appreciate that's your perception. All right. And I honestly don't think in the moment I was in any way, shape or form thinking that I was going to fuck this woman. Okay, because firstly, I knew that that wasn't really a dynamic that matches anyway, no matter how drunk or not drunk I was. I always know on some level that that's just not going to happen. So I think... At the time, if I recall, I was, I was dining out a bit on the bravado of the fact that I wasn't actually going to act on anything because I knew that as a, a couple, we wouldn't do that. So part of me was being like, yeah, I'm totally feeling like that, but obviously it's never going to happen. So it was that. And then the second thing that was, that I have reflected on since, and I've kind of tried to explain a little bit to you, is, and this is not condoning my actions, this is me Having a train of thought around why I feel I was a bit a bit buoyed up that night with some arrogance, maybe. Because I was a bit arrogant. I accept that. And part of that, I think, was I'm struggling a bit with the age thing with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's not really a surprise to anyone. I'm struggling with... The reality of I'm a woman approaching an age that I don't feel like I want to get to. <laughs> and all the associated things that go with that, like the menopause, like the body image, all of those, those things in isolation are okay, but bring them all together and you, you find that it, you just sometimes don't feel that attractive. Now, this woman, fucking hell, she was hot, right? To me, in that moment, she was probably half my age, maybe even less than that, I don't know. And she was blatantly there looking like she genuinely meant that she was interested in me. And in my drunk, addled mind probably at the time, I remember thinking, what? This is bonkers. Like, why on earth? Why would she be looking at me, probably twice her age, probably having some mad body crisis compared to when Shakira sat over there? And I was like, what? And I think I kind of got, carried away with my own little fantasy there, thinking, well, cool, I'm gonna (laughs) go along with this. (laughs) Like it's ever gonna happen anyway. But I was all kind of I often worry sometimes that me exploring my my bisexual side is is very much me coming on to women who don't really want my attention and they're just maybe doing it to please their other halves. I don't know. I just get sometimes a sense I don't want to be that kind of Old, older woman trying to push her bi tendencies on someone who's maybe not that into me I don't know why and but this, I think I got uh, carried away with my kind of my relief that someone actually found me attractive without me coming onto them
0: but I think and this is where I, I, I'm, I understand where you're coming from mm. because this is almost every interaction that I have with another woman
1: And we've covered covered this at at, at length. But but
0: I understand where you're coming from. But at the same point, I throw back at you the fact that everyone universally is interested in you. There's never been.
1: That's not true. uh,
0: You tell me one occasion. No. Tell me one, anyone, where that has happened to you. Whereas I know there have been a number of occasions where people are not interested in me. And there's been mess- messages, for example, on Fab where they're not interested in me and just want to meet with you or messages on Twitter where people just want to meet with you. So I, I understand where you're coming from, mm-hmm. but I kind, of, I kind of, I'm not calling bullshit on it because no, I don't think it's such a strong because thing because it's your emotional that, response and, it's, right? yeah, and you feel that. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, well, it's not as true as you might think it is.
1: Or rather, I, I worry that, They'll look at me and go, yeah, she's hot. And then in the reality of a the moment, they'll be like, oh, she's not.
0: <laughs> and, but how many times has that happened to you? I don't know. You?
1: Maybe they're thinking it and they're just not telling me.
0: <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I think that the, the thing that started to, to frustrate me was that daily this woman was saying stuff deliberately to piss me off. Okay. And, and deliberately riled me up about the approach. And I was trying to, ha- and it was like trying to have a sensible conversation with someone that he's clearly going to vote Trump anyway. It was a bit like that sort of. You can't.
1: You can't argue with stupid. You,
0: no. uh, not well, to call it one stupid. She,
1: she was quite drunk anyway. I think oh, as well.
0: One hundred percent. Which didn't help. It was probably one hundred percent proof. But ultimately, <laughs> yeah. it got to the point where I wanted your support. You didn't see that I needed no, that. I didn't. And therefore, I wanted to go. So I just said, All right, I'm going now." Yeah. If you really want to fuck this woman, you can stay here and <laughs> fuck this woman. I'm yeah. off.
1: I, I understand that. And at the time, I was just like. Don't be so ridiculous. Like I'm gonna fuck her. It's ridiculous. And I I couldn't believe how how black and white you were making the situation because I was obviously not gonna do that, but I appreciate it didn't come across well, that way. It really... and I was just frustrated, I think, at the time because I I just felt I just felt like i I'd, I'd probably not read the room properly and I'd not really read your emotional response properly because I wasn't really Listening to some of it, and I was probably just caught up in the moment of knowing that someone was finding me attractive. I think that was it.
0: You got to the point of being drunk, where you were just being obstinate about stuff. I think, yeah, you, and and the arrogance clearly was there. Oh, and I know, I
1: was arrogant. So yeah. when
0: we, we, so I, 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 went to leave, and Secret Vixen stopped me from from going when I came downstairs oh. by the lockers area, and we sat, and sat me down and to to, to chat with me, and then, you, and then you caught up with me, yeah, and then. Rather than sort of discussing it sensibly, you just gave me a 30-minute lecture on why I was wrong, which didn't help me in the slightest.
1: Oh, no, it never does.
0: No, because... And I think the thing is is that, again, I was still trying to have a reasonable conversation and trying to have a a reasonable exploration of why why this wasn't a, a great resolution of any stretch of the imagination. But I think you'd gone past reason at that point in fact you'd gone past reason like an hour or so ago ago before that happened before this all kicked off because normal you
1: Mm.
0: would have absolutely picked up on what was going on because normally
1: you're
0: you're not great at reading your room sometimes when Mm. it comes to these sort of things but normally you're a lot better than that yeah and normally you'll pick up on my level of discomfort whereas where I was upset was that you'd absolutely not picked up on my discomfort at all not picked up on me saying I was uncomfortable and actually thrown it back in my face to to pretty much say that you didn't give a shit about that. I'm not... That's basically where our conversation went. But as we sort of sat there, we started talking it through. And I think at a certain point, after you'd done your Mrs. H apology, which was, I'm sorry that you feel that you're wrong, (laughs) like time and time again, I think... Slowly some level of sobriety kicked in a bit and some sensibleness of understanding that actually I was pretty upset and pretty hurt by yeah. the way that this had been handled. We sort of talked it through a bit and then we had had a bit of a let's just cool down. Mm-hmm. So I went to sit outside.
1: Yeah. yeah. The secret stag and secret. And, and, secret the and you
0: went and hid in the dungeon. As I was coming back after a few minutes to find you, the woman came downstairs yeah. and I actually had a really sensible conversation with her because I don't think she quite Had realised she hadn't put herself in the situation where, if someone was doing that about her husband or partner or whoever it was, she hadn't twigged as to how she'd feel.
1: Yeah, correct.
0: And that actually really hit home. And then we had a very sensible conversation.
1: Yeah, you did, and that's why I hid in the dungeon because I could see you were talking to her, and I didn't want to antagonise things. No, you hid
0: in the dungeon because you said you didn't want to go near her. Because if I saw her with you, I would go mad. Was your and that wasn't true.
1: But I didn't want to make it worse, so I hid until she, so she didn't see me.
0: So I talked it through with her, <laughs> talked it through with you, talked it through with Secret Stag and Secret Vixen, who I I felt terrible about as well because. No,
1: I appreciate that. You know, there was this they were whole just sort limbo, of yeah,
0: yeah, the, and this holding pattern of of what do we do, where do we go, what's what's happening? Um, but as ever, as, as the amazing friends they are, they really supported us through that and did oh, what they totally. could just to, to make sure we're okay. Anyway, the, cutting this. Long convoluted weird argument. Short. We we all went upstairs again, and then they came and sat with us again in the Wendy house. And I swear, this bloody woman was coming on to me then. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is honestly. Um, and and obviously you're.
1: I totally ignored her at this point. Yeah, because I, I kept my distance. I made sure I wasn't sitting next to her. I didn't even make eye contact with her. I was like, "I'm just gonna stay." I didn't want you to just
0: like take her out of your life. I just wanted wow. you to be a bit sensible about the approach. Yeah, but
1: then I went the other way, I went, "No, not oh, gonna I look at her." And, and not even gonna look at her.
0: But it was such a weird, weird situation. Yeah, no, I appreciate
1: it. But then she was getting more and more drunker. Oh, they, oh, they were on. definitely
0: drinking their way through the whole bar, and oh, yeah. uh, you know, they to to the point where you know we had messages at like four a.m. or something from them on yeah, Twitter. Like, yeah, where are you? They contacted us the, the mm. BedHubbers account which is fine and, and not problematic but I think they were still looking for you because they're, wow. you know the question was like "Oh, where's your missus gone <laughs> and I'm like well fucking hell this is clearly you know all these conversations that we had haven't gone well I think yeah. you know in hindsight you know we probably shouldn't have been so drunk I think you in particular were a lot more drunk than than normal
1: oh my goodness because the <laughs> next day yeah. you were
0: broken and we couldn't move you we couldn't give you food oh. we couldn't it was impossible with you the next day
1: well yes and that's that's my own shortcoming because i didn't i didn't anticipate just how much my alcohol tolerance was impacted by the crazy celiac diet yes i'm doing so that's my own fault Completely, and that selective
0: diet is for medical reasons yes, as well. Yes, I, I just yes, want to yes, remind completely. people of that. It it's is. not that you're just doing a crazy but diet because
1: I'm still only what I don't know four or five weeks in. I'm I'm still messing around with like levels of things, and I genuinely had not considered just how hammered I was going to be <laughs> on what I would normally put away on a normal night out. With all right, I would obviously wouldn't be sober, but I wouldn't be that shit. Yeah, if I think if I'm it's, honest. it's it is safe really to say.
0: That we that wouldn't have been us us no. lot as a group going nuts, but for no. you, you went from oh. not, and it wasn't yeah. that you're like hacking tons of drinks back. No, but it wasn't. It really I hit you. I was matching you. the
1: pace of all of you, and none of you are the same level of no. drunk as I was. Hence
0: my trying to argue I with know. a fairly not sober eye, but a more constructive approach. Which when you when you've gotten that drunk, yeah, and you've got that sort of attitude that goes with it, it's you know, it's it's unusual actually because if anything, it would be me that gets r c And that sort. Not to that level, but my default when you're like that is to sort of hide away because I don't want to lash out. I don't want to not physically hurt you, but I don't want to say something that I'm no, going no. to regret. Mm-hmm. So I, I get very scared when you're when you're kind of at that that point because it's impossible for me to handle you because I can't sense doesn't matter at that point no i
1: know i get belligerent and arrogant i understand that but i had completely misjudged my own alcohol tolerance with that that was part of the reason i got so trashed so quickly i think but that's my own lesson learned and yeah i've I managed to modify that a bit (laughs) bit. the next day oh my god i thought i was gonna die
0: we all thought you were going to die I took an amazing picture of you just no, you wandering didn't. around in the towel, you and it, I, it, it is now my favorite picture to whip out of By you. Some
1: thousand-yard stairs. Awful. I think
0: one of the, one of the things that we found with with <laughs> our adventures with Secret Stag and Secret Vix is that at some point one of us is going to to die in terms of drinking too much or going overboard or not be well, and we've all had our various shots at it. But I think it was Mrs. H's turn to, to have a go on that wheel I on that night for sure. I in
1: Costa with my sunglasses on, eating a pack of pom bears and attempting to keep down like an almond milk coffee. That's the only thing I was able to, and I couldn't. I just couldn't. I was like, <laughs> no, the end is coming for me. I can only hope it will be swift. What was even more sad, gentle <laughs>
0: listener. So afterwards, we went for a roast. And we'll come back to the club bit in a minute. But we went for a roast. Aww. And because of this diet, Mrs. H was only able to have the meat and just plain roast potatoes.
1: Nothing. It was
0: the driest, saddest <laughs> roast and look on your face that I've ever seen in my entire life. I just life. wanted
1: to cry into my non-gravyed carvery Oh, bless on. you.
0: For me, it was just sweet, sweet victory. Yes, okay. I realised that. It was karma. <laughs> Coming back again on you.
1: However, back to the club back to and the club. back to, fortunately, a better outcome because once we'd had this conversation, we then... As a four, decided to go and find a playroom.
0: Yeah, so we spent some time together as just chilling out and and
1: dissecting it a little bit. And I drank less by this point.
0: (laughs) Technically, (laughs) you probably had to at that point, but that's fine. Yeah. And we spent some time just chatting stuff through. Everyone was fine, and actually, the the mood started turning a bit flirty. It did, yeah. Which is always good fun.
1: And we were we us two were fine, and we had a little cuddle, and we went to a playroom. Yes, with
0: the, the four of us. So we went to a little playroom, and it was a little playroom. It was a, literally it was the first one we found. Yeah, that we just
1: tumbled into. I it.
0: suspect that if if you laid me down and doubled me, that would be the amount of space that would be in uh, there. It like was a little the one, breadth yeah. of my shoulders, the but width it was of my shoulders. Enough
1: for what we needed, and I just I just don't think we wanted to go searching around all the labyrinth maze of rooms because we just went, hey, there's a room, let's go in there.
0: Now this was quite an interesting night, really, because you literally pushed Secret Viction to the bed, oh, really, and mounted her.
1: Oh, oh yes, I did.
0: Interesting. Do you remember any of that?
1: Yes, of course I remember well, it. Well, let's talk about it then. Uh, <laughs> what she that I did. Um, so we went into the room and there were two beds. And normally, well, not all the time, but normally what two happens? Beds? Yeah, there were always. Was it one big one? It was
0: one. Oh, it was one. It big was one. one small bed. Well, it was like one, one double bed. bed. Yes.
1: Yeah. I was trying to remember if there was like a gap in the middle, but there wasn't. No, was there. there really wasn't. Okay. So what? often happens with our little four-way play sessions is we we do have um, sometimes a bit of a pairing-off situation, although we do play as a four in a pile sometimes. It inevitably, it becomes a, you know, you kind of like pair off a little bit with Vixen and I either pair off a little bit with my Mr. Whisper. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this time, I decided I was going to get my Vixen Fix, and <laughs> fixin, fixin'. Yeah, my and fixin fixing. I know what it was. It
0: was you all charged up on probably. lady affection. You were like, yeah. "I'm having some plunge tonight." I
1: I agree. I would probably was that way inclined because I was all, yeah. I don't know. Maybe just had it was in the mood for the ladies.
0: So what were you doing then?
1: Well, I I sat astride her and we shared some kisses, and she was, seemed like she was very happy with me there. And you, I believe, were. Also paying her some attention, mm-hmm. so that was fine. Okay, I'm, I'm assuming you were. <laughs> I you'll have to take over because I can't remember too well. Funny that, the isn't me it? Me mounting and yeah.
0: <laughs> so I think there was there was a level of uh, secret stag being down the, um, the head end of everybody business end. No, oh, not no, the no, business head end. end. It was and the head de- end. And me being down the the business end of things. Yeah, yeah. So I was playing. I think with both of you at one point. Okay. And then I was encouraged to, to fuck her while you were on top of her.
1: Yes, yes, I do remember that.
0: And herein lies the potentially funny moment.
1: <laughs> so and that did work really well, and it did happen. It did,
0: it did happen. So I was able to sort of stand up pretty much and, and fuck Secret Vixen while she was lying on her back. You were on top of her, kissing her, making out with her.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, and I think she was, um, in fact, I think you were both giving Secret Stag head down the other end. When? I believe what a terrible situation mm. for him. He seemed really upset by it so much so that he decided to finish himself off by wanking over Secret Vixen. <laughs> at this point, you've sort of pulled up and I think you sat at the side, I think.
1: Yeah, because I didn't want to get covered in it.
0: So he then came all over a chest.
1: Yeah. I'm fucking her. Uh-huh.
0: And so you sort of move out the way with a view that I can then... Very smart. <laughs> yeah, I can then lean in. And provide some greater action. And I i think I must have done a whole ton of abdominal crunches in an attempt not to lean my chest all the way into the secret <laughs> stag jizz that was on her chest. So And hair. And, and hair, yeah. So he made a, a, a right old jolly old mess of it. He really did. So I think I managed to pretty much get away, get away with that. So I was sort of almost like planking on top, like not planking, but sort of raising my chest up whilst being on top of her. That was a really interesting one. <laughs>
1: I'm not touching
0: it. Not I'm touching not touching it. I'm not touching it. I am not touching it i not it i do not want to touch uh, Get away from me. <laughs> However, it was such a fun and sexy time that it actually... Oh my God, I spent absolutely...
1: 15 minutes trying to put my dress back on. <laughs> I remember it being inside out, back to front. I had no clue which way up it was. I couldn't find the neck. I was like, oh my God. What I really
0: loved was surveying the, the scene after that. And we had just... Because it was a tiny little room with, I don't know, like a, a metre by two metres or something space. Yeah at the foot of this bed maybe with a little t- kind of table thing and we'd all just chucked our clothes and shoes and everything there and there was just this pile of stuff and it's quite dark in there so we're kind of so like so dark uh, whose I stuff is
1: insisting on wearing my neck collar you did I don't know why <laughs>
0: But you brought that with you before. I did.
1: I thought it would look nice with one of the dresses I bought and it's a, it's basically like this it's a necklace,
0: but it, it's but it's a necklace with tassels on that's almost like a yeah, collar.
1: Yeah, it is it's like a collar. It's got little studs that do up at the back and it's it's basically like a a collar choker type thing and then it's got these um like a almost like a flogger type thing attached to a, a little neck Little ring. tassels. Little tassels. And for whatever reason I insisted I wanted to put it on so I did. And Secret Stag liked it. I, remember, <laughs> I bet he did. I, I think I remember wanting him to in, interact with it and enjoy it. So <laughs> I, I did. I insist on wearing it and I did. And he enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> great
0: conversation. Fantastic conversation. So I, yes. I think, you know, we had this wonderful experience in the club, just kind of going around and, and, and mm. looking at the place. And I thought it was great. I think the the mm-hmm. argument... An altercation in the middle of it was 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 frustrating and it, a bit of a learning curve for us again. And it kind of reminds us, you know, that we do fuck things up and we do make mistakes. And I think, you know, we 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 were able with the help of our friends to get over it very quickly. I think it, it's it's a difficult one for me because I've not seen you in that sort of belligerent state for a while. So and it, and it wasn't
1: been like that for ages. I
0: I, I know, and it's good because otherwise we'd probably be divorced. But it, it did take me out of that space and out of my mm-hmm. comfort zone and knocked my confidence with how I feel about stuff. I appreciate that some of it, some of your, your, the way in which this cropped up was around your own confidence, mm. which, which surprises me because of, of the fact that I often feel that people aren't here to see me at all. They're here to see you. And if they're always here to see you, then how do you not have the confidence at those points? But I understand, you know, where it comes from. And I know that you're getting older and you're you're feeling older. And 100%. I, I, I totally get that. But I'm so also glad that we had our amazing friends with us and that we we're ready to have some funny, sexy times. Yeah, and, me too. And they were really sexy times as well, just, just without the funny bits. But, but that really rounded off the, the night. I think that the other good thing was obviously the next day, was, as we've said, just watching you creep around. And, you know, we, we took a picture of, or I took a picture of Mrs. H and sent it to those folks. And they sent a picture of them really happy, looking nice and chilled out in bed.
1: <laughs> so it was this real
0: sort of dichotomy. And I'm like, I don't think we're going to be able to rescue her today. And oh, it took it you awful. like 30 minutes to walk from the the hotel room to the car. So bad. So I
1: even had to turn down morning sex.
0: You did have to turn down morning sex, which oh. which was the the worst, you know, that was the kicking the nuts afterwards, it not really just the was. regular I kick.
1: Mean, uh, yeah. There I were just, multiple kicks in the nuts, but that was couldn't. the worst of oh nut God. kickers. But overall,
0: <laughs> honestly, I, I had a really good night,
1: mm.
0: but it's it's almost a bit like that, the, the Fraser Crane quote of, it's, there's nothing better than having a perfect meal that, with, with something a little bit wrong with it, so you've got something to talk about afterwards. And I, I agree, it was a bit of that night. I'd rather not have these moments. Mm. And there's we've got another moment that, that happened recently that we'll be talking about uh, coming up and it it did feel like we've had a couple of those bumps in the road. Have you just realized what I'm talking about now? (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
1: Yes. You're with me. So uh, teasing another
0: story and and probably the next episode, we're going to talk about our Halloween trip to, to VA, which was fantastic. And, incredibly sexy and we've got some amazing details for you to share with you gentle listener mm. but there is a bit of a hiccup in that story as well yeah, and, no, right. and it did leave me feeling like oh you know I, I, how can I call myself a not professional but you know what I mean how can how can we do these things yeah but
1: you're not as I said we're not immune to emotional responses no oh, I know and it makes us human that you know these things still happen and you know frankly that's not life if you don't go through a few sort of curples and think how could I do that better what's important is that we've you know we've picked up and we've recovered from it and we've learned from it and we haven't decided to just throw a towel in and not do this anymore because I think on balance we get enough enjoyment from all the great times to turn our back on that.
0: Mm. Well, One of the reasons why we do this show is because it's great for us to talk through these things in a sensible, curated way, but also to share them with you. So hopefully you don't have to go through them. So if you're thinking about your first club visit, you can have all of these things in your mind when, when you come along. And it, you know, they give you all these little situations that you can figure out what would we do in this situation.
1: So sometimes you're going to still make the mistakes. You can't avoid them sometimes. But what's important, I think, is knowing that you can at least get over them by talking each other properly about it
0: I think as long as you learn from them yeah. and as long as you spend the time making sure that you're okay and protecting your relationship I think that's the most important bit and mm. I, I like the fact that we can talk about this stuff and laugh about it and relentlessly take the piss out of each other mm. over some of these things that, that, that's what makes this whole thing special and sometimes you just just can't get these things right what I will say though is if you're, if you're thinking about your first visit to a club we've got just the announcement for you.
1: Okay.
0: Are you going to help with this? Are you yes, gonna, are you gonna maybe.
1: Do... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, I'm scared. No, don't be scared. You can
0: tell people about this. So on the 25th of February, yes. what are we doing?
1: We are taking over Penthouse Playrooms. Yay! <laughs> this is really exciting. I know. We do it just, again.
0: Do it, but we we much more exciting. how much
1: we liked it. So. We,
0: we love the place. We thought it was a really great venue and we're really excited to share it with you. So we're
1: going to have an event.
0: So we have teamed up.
1: Yes, with the beautiful Kate and Daryl from Wanderlust Swingers podcast. Yes, that's right. Yes, and we're going to once again co-host and do an event together.
0: I believe it's pronounced coast. Coast. We're going to coast along with them.
1: (laughs) We're going to collaborate and listen Mm -hmm. together. But we're not going to stop. We're joining forces once again to take over the entire venue this time.
0: So we've got it for the whole Mm -hmm. freaking night. Up until 4am. So with just our crowd. So if you buy a ticket to this event... Yes. Then you'll get access to the you know the special special chat group that mm-hmm. we, we run, and that'll be opening soon. The chat group.
1: Absolutely. You'll
0: get probably a free gift or something. Might be something yeah, about that on there.
1: I would imagine there'll be something free.
0: But you'll also get access to the club with just our group of yeah. people.
1: So no members of the general public will be coming in at a screw later those fuckers. No general it's public. Just our lot.
0: Just <laughs> our. Friends,
1: just ticket holders and
0: ticket holders, yeah, and family because we told our uncles and aunties about it and they can come (laughs) along as well. It's going to be awesome. I am so excited about this because we haven't done a full, complete, all-night takeover for our people before. This is amazing. Yes, we're going to have all this time in the build-up. It's on the twenty-fifth of February to Mm -hmm. get everyone together, get everyone getting to know each other on the build-up to it, get them in the chat. We're going to be doing because the theme is the red-hot party. Yeah. Which means dress dress up in a bit of red. Wear a yeah. bit of red. Wear a flash of red or a splash of red. A little bit yeah, of red. But there's red no suit.
1: need to stress over themes that are impossible or you have to shell out loads of money for it. It's just wear something nice, sexy red.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously dress to impress because yeah. you know, you're not monsters people, right? But you
1: don't have to like worry about fitting in with a the theme. Just no. well, sexy red.
0: Just a bit of red. Could be a red watch, could be a red earring.
1: Mm. Or all red. All red eyes. You
0: You know, whatever you like.
1: Just a splash of red.
0: Splash of red is awesome. Yeah. So we're going to be doing this. Tickets are on sale now. We're going to provide a link in the show notes, the Mm -hmm. bits that Mrs. H has never, ever seen.
1: (laughs) I am sure they exist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they do exist. You'll and they'll look- be
1: on our website.
0: They're also on our website. Uh, they're on the uh, Wonderless Swingers website as well. Mm-hmm. And they're also going to be on our Twitter feed. So you'll be able to find them all over the place. The cool thing is, is that we're able to invite 15 single ladies and 15 single gents along with the group of couples that yeah. we're bringing in with us.
1: Yeah. Now,
0: we announced this officially to the public today, right? When we're recording this.
1: Yeah,
0: and which would have been about I don't know five six days ago for you, gentle listener. Right. If you're listening to this when this comes out, right? We've already sold something like 22 tickets. It
1: was 22 tickets,
0: yeah. So we're already well on the way to having an amazing group of people. And let me tell you, folks. I've been looking at the guest list. We know the people. Some of the people that are coming along already. Yeah. Needless to say, Secret Stag and Secret Vix are going to be there.
1: Some some of our regulars and some from of our regular guests that have been again. on the
0: podcast before. So if you've heard our show before. Keep your eyes open Mm -hmm. and you'll see that some of those people are going to be coming along to this. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. It's
1: going to be great. We're going to have the opportunity to have some uh, mingles and games and things as well because it's obviously all our own ticket holders this time. So we can have some proper little games and some fun. Yeah.
0: So what we say is get your ticket as soon as you can. We also have a hotel deal on there as well. So if you want a hotel deal... Mm -hmm. That's' all available on the site. You can pick one, pick a room there as well. There's also a, a sex toy or sex essentials bundle that you can pick as well. Yeah. So if you're looking to treat your other half, do that. That's pretty sweet, right? You can get like a bundle of stuff for when yeah. you arrive.
1: So there's some nice little add-ons there. Yeah. I believe you can also buy a towel. Can you? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Did not know this. Did this you is news to me. No, 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 it's, no. On,
1: it's on the, the site. Is it perfect? If you scroll down a little bit further past the um, past the actual ticket bit and then the hotel bit, you can add on a towel.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I'm going to be bringing my towel <laughs> that the two of us got me, which has just got my face all over Excellent. it. Excellent. It's got a picture of you, but you you so cut out. So people can out.
1: literally sit on your face. They
0: can all night. They can probably do
1: that <laughs>
0: probably <laughs> so yeah uh, we'd love it if you could join us yeah. we think this is going to be our best event yet and i know we say this about everything we've also got a mini event coming up just before christmas that sold out, sold out. really quickly and that was really just for our, our fans our people on the patreon and people on our, our discord uh, what we do is if you attend one of our events and you end up being a wonderful human being, which you probably will be because you're attending yeah. one of our events, you join the Bed Bedhoppers Keep In Touch Discord so that any kind of news events or anything that we're running, you'll find them out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if you don't want to sign up to our patron, but, you know, it'd be great if you could. You get all the behind-the-scenes stuff. You get all the uh, released early episodes, and you'll also find out about these kind of events. But if you can't do that, come to one of our events, and then you'll be put on the Keep In Touch Discord, and then you get to find out about this stuff yeah. slightly after the patrons. Yes, slightly. Just slightly. Which is a good place to keep in touch with those awesome people that you've met as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Right?
0: So, anything that we need to add, Mrs. H?
1: I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) You've added quite a lot there.
0: I've added quite a lot. So we have got some really exciting episodes coming up.
1: Yes, so we're going to cover our Halloween
0: Halloween event event.
1: that we went to. If you
0: thought the Borgie was hot, (laughs) if you thought the... The room with all the people in it was hot. The room with all the people. Yeah, the the, the one the one the at Boudoir. Le Boudoir. If you thought that story was hot, we, we are gonna escalate, motherfuckers. We are gonna escalate <laughs> a lot. We're hoping that some people are gonna send us some clips. So if you're listening and you haven't sent us a clip yet and you were there, pull your finger out your ass, get it over to us, mm. ASAP because we want to include was a that. Very sexy night. We've also got a hot date to talk about.
1: Yes we do. Going to say what it was or not? Well,
0: a, an encounter with a single lady. A single lady. I think that's fair. Yeah. So we'll talk a bit about that. Yeah. And we've got, I think, another little catch up as well that, we, that we're going to talk about as
1: well. I have.
0: Yeah. There's. We've been busy little bedhoppers. Oh my
1: goodness. Busy I'm little bees.
0: Don't worry. You don't need to remember. What you need to do is say thank you to everybody and close this one out.
1: Okay. Yes. Indeed. It's been fabulous, and I'm glad we have managed to cover some ground without killing each other tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I do love you. I love you too. And I'm sorry you feel I was wrong.
0: Uh, just to be clear, I love Mrs H, not the band. You two.
1: Oh gosh, I right, have no affinity no. to them. No, 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 not at for all. them.
0: No. <laughs> right? Do you think?
1: Well, thank you for hopping into our bed.
0: Didn't you have a joke you wanted to tell us, dear?
1: God, yes, but now I need to remember it. You know what I'm like with jokes.
0: Do, 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 do,
1: I can remember the joke. I need to tell it properly so that you get the full impact of humour, I'm using humour. So, are you ready? I, I was do born you, ready. Do you want to hear the joke? Yes, I do want to hear I the joke. I told Secret Stag this joke, and he loved it. Okay. I don't know if he was humouring me, but he he laughed, so I'm going to assume that you're going to laugh too. What, do you want you me to laugh? fake laugh? No,
0: <laughs> that I was a even great told joke. It yet. Oh, sorry.
1: Why do you hate me? Right, hey. do you want to hear this joke or not? I, I've said yes. All right, it's about a bear. All right, so this bear, I'm going to call him. I'm going to give him a name. I'm going to call him Dave.
0: I knew you were going to do that.
1: Why? Because
0: that was your go-to name. Is it? Yeah.
1: I don't even really know any Daves. Maybe Paddington. Oh. All right. That's like cliche. All right. Anyway, it was Bear, Dave. He goes to a bar. Okay. And he goes into the bar and the barman says to oh, good day. You, what can I get for you? And Dave the Bear says to him, I'm going to have, see, I'm going to have a whiskey. And... With Coke. Coca-Cola. So the barman turns around and says, well, oh, cool, but why Why the big paws? And the bear turns around to him and he says, I don't know, I guess I was just born with them. <laughs> <laughs> Did you enjoy the joke? Yeah. Did you? Are you just laughing to humour me?
0: It's, it's nearly as bad as my two people walk into a bar. One of them should have seen it.
1: Uh, so I'll just real quick mine was good and creative and it's best. and if you like I will include my amazing joke segment every every podcast from now on if you like
0: if you've got a joke that you'd like to submit for Mrs. H to read out and ruined delivery on please send it in to us please what
1: well, you mean delivery yeah because
0: there's nothing quite like you reading out a joke
1: so yeah please do that well, I'm just we... impressed I remembered it
0: yeah I, I'm also impressed that you remembered it it's good well done wife well uh, done
1: as.